Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, we've got a bit more of a practical one, and it's answering the question, where should I be saving my money? And I'm going to go over the top three places for your savings. Now, I am specifically talking about saving money in cash. So, well, not cash under the mattress, like physical cash, but like liquid cash, which means you've got, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's in cash. It's not wrapped up in an asset or an investment. It's not investing for the future, which is a form of saving. But I am focusing on if you are currently saving money for a short term goal, like an emergency fund or a holiday or a new car where you are going to need that money within a certain period of time, I'm going to break down the three different places that you could be saving money. And we're going to start off with the standard, traditional, easy access cash savings account. Now, this is literally just your standard savings account. There are so many different places that you can go to get this. You can get them with your bank, your building society. You can get them with fintech banks. You can get random online ones. Now, Apple even offer a savings account option. Now, the key thing here is to make sure whatever provider you go with is regulated by the FSCS, which is the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. Because if anything happens to the company, you are then covered for up to £85,000 of your money. Winning. And you also want to have a think about the interest rates. So at the moment, interest rates are actually slowly going up, which is great. Some are offering literally between three to four percent, which is so good. Um, and you can literally search on comparison comparison sites for savings accounts based on their savings rates. And you also want to make sure, um, like, how do you feel about the provider? Do they have an app? Is it easy to use? Do they have good customer service? Like all of those things. Now, the key thing I will say here is if you are saving, I don't know, like, you know, uh, 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 within the, the, the under the 10,000s, basically, um, the interest rate you get, obviously, you want to get the one that's highest as possible for the, the sake of it. But it's not going to make a huge difference. It's going to be the difference between, you know, like 20, 30, 40 quid, something like that, which obviously always helps, but isn't always going to make the biggest difference overall. So not only go for interest rate, but also look at all the other things that are important to you as well. Now, the next place is a fixed term savings account. Now, these accounts essentially lock away your money for a set period of time and they give you a higher rate of interest than like a standard account. Now, this is great if you know that you need the money within a few years, but you don't need to yet touch it because it's locked away, right? So not only do you need to not worry about dipping into it, but you also get more on your interest rate. You get more on the savings. But I wouldn't really recommend having your emergency fund here because if there is an emergency and you're like, shit, my car's just broken, my washing machine's broken, I need that money, it's harder to pull your money 
out. Or if you do, you might get a fine, like there might be a fee to pay. So they're just some things to think about. And then the next up is a lifetime ISA. So every tax year, you get a £20,000 ISA limit. So ISA stands for Individual Savings Account. Yeah, Individual Savings Account. And this means that you can save or put away £20,000 across all of your ISAs and you do not need to pay any tax on the interest you make. And this is great because with a cash ISA, right, you literally put the money into the savings account. You can take it out easily, like it's standard. But with a lifetime ISA, this account, you are only allowed to use the money for either your first property or for retirement, so retirement age, which I think at the moment is like 65 and it might go up by the time you get there. So what you're probably thinking, Laura, why would I get a lifetime ISA? What is the benefit? Now the government top it up with free bonus money. Hello. So 25% of whatever you put in gets added. So it's capped at £4,000 per tax year. So let me give you an example. If you put £4,000 into your lifetime ISA within one tax year. The government will add 25%, which 25% of 4K is £1,000. So you could potentially make up to £1,000 of free money every single year if you max out your lifetime ISA limit. It's crazy. But like I say, things that you need to bear in mind is that if you need to take the money out for anything other than your first property or retirement, they charge you a 25% fee on top of the overall amount, which means on a, a percentage basis, not only do you lose the whole bonus, you also then it, it lose a little bit of your original money it cuts into. So it's important to make sure that you only save here for those two purposes. And I think you can only open this account if you're between the ages of 18 to 39. So what you want to think about is why am I saving? What am I saving for? Now, I've got um, an episode on financial goals that you could check out, but really asking myself, what is the meaning for my financial goals? What is the meaning for this money? Is it an emergency fund? Is it saving for something like a, um, you know, like a holiday or a car? Is it something bigger like a house deposit? Or am I thinking like retirement? Because that's going to really depend on where you put that money. Because if you are saving for retirement and you don't want to touch that money for like 20, 30, 40 years, instead of having that money in savings in cash, you're probably better off looking to invest that money and grow it for the long term, which I've got some other episodes on that that you can check out. But emergency fund, you want that money easily available in case of an emergency. Then anything else in between, so your medium term goals, which, you know, you might need the money within one, two, three, four, five years, for example, you just want to ask yourself, where's going to be best for me to have that money so that I can access it as easily as I need to. I'm not getting fined if I don't, if I'm using it for the wrong purpose. And obviously there's all these different financial products out there, but they all have a slightly different reason. And knowing where to save your money is going to make you feel better. But there's not one silver bullet, right? There's not one account that's like perfect for everything. So it's more about finding which ones feel good for you. And there are so many comparisons, comparison sites that you can check out. But really knowing what you're saving your money for is going to be so helpful. So having financial goals is key because it's going to keep you motivated emotionally on top of what it is that you are working towards. And you can focus on the saving part as opposed to all the nitty gritty. Oh, am I saving it in the right place? Oh, do you know, should I move my money? You can just focus on saving, which is what we want. 
Now, I actually have a traditional savings account with in two places. So I've got one with Monzo because I've got a Monzo account and you have these little pots that you can use. And then I also have a Zopa Smart Saver account, which is great. It's actually very clever because it's sort of also like a notice period account, which is basically, let's say I put money in there. I can move my money into a pot, I can name it, and then I can actually lock the money away for I think it's 7, 31 or 90 days, I think. And you get a slightly higher interest rate. Um, but you can access that money with notice. So I would notify, I would like to pull this money out if it's before those um, days or time periods. And it's great because um, not only can you name the pots, but it keeps you motivated for your savings because you know that it's like, it says like Ibiza pot or Mexico pot or whatever. And then I also have a lifetime ISA, but I don't have a lifetime cash ISA. I actually have a lifetime stocks and shares ISA, which means I can put up to £4,000 in my account every tax year. The government top it up with £1,000, free money. And then I can invest all of that money on the stock market. So I am... It's amazing because if you're investing for the future, which y'all should be doing, this is a great account for that. And yeah, so different money for different reasons. And really, before you stress too much about what counts, you want to know what's going on with your money so that you are actually saving because saving is such an important part of your financial well-being. And I think a lot of the time what happens is people go, oh, well, I don't have anything to save for, for I'm just not going to save, which... I get the sentiment. You go, oh, I've got money to like spend and I can afford my bills. Like, why would I want to save? Okay, first of all, bam, emergency hits. You get ill and you lose your job. What are you going to do if you don't have any money saved? Or scenario two, which what happened to me is, um, oh, hey, Laura, do you want to come traveling with us? It's going to, we're going to go in a few months. It's going to be quite expensive. And I'm like this. Oh, hey, yeah, I actually do. Why? Because I have that money saved. I could not have foreseen that I was going to get asked that question. But having that money saved when I was 22, and even though the purpose was to go to drama school, it was okay that the purpose changed. So it's okay if you set yourself a goal and you know that that money is going to change. Even if it's like, this is my adventure pot. And you don't know what that looks like. You don't know who you're going to go on an adventure with. You don't know if it's going to be one big adventure or loads of little adventures, but you're putting money aside for something that brings you fucking joy in this world. And that is the power of saving. So hopefully you found that useful about knowing where to save your money in the top three places for my savings. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and every one of you that listens. I'm honestly so grateful for you. And you can always slide into my DMs and emails if you want to reach out and chat. And please do share this episode on your socials or with your friends or anyone who needs to hear it. Because every time someone new listens to this podcast, we are making the conversation about money less taboo and helping people to feel confident and empowered with their money. And all of that is possible with your support. So thank you again. And I hope you have a great week. 